Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1802. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Peoria, Arizona, with a very special guest by the name of Katie Trubel. Katie, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? Are you ready to release the clutch? Always. All right. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, Katie, tell our listeners today one little thing that most people may not know about you. One thing most people may not know about me is that European cars are by far my favorite car. I've been in a lot of different cars, but I'd say European cars are definitely my favorite. Katie and I had a nice little talk before we uh, started the show today, and we talked about her car she's had. She's had some cool E36 BMWs, as I have M3s, and uh, enjoys uh, old Volkswagens, too. So I think we have a lot in common today, Katie. (laughs) You and I and our love for European sports cars. Let me give you a proper introduction. Katie Trubel is a junior at West Mech High School, which is actually a tech school pursuing an education in the automotive industry. She's a great example of the next generation of automotive enthusiasts who already know what they want to do with their careers. She knew she wanted to be in the industry at the age of 12 and already has her tax ID and an LLC business license. Wow. For the day she opens her own shop. In addition to attending school. She works at an auto body shop honing her skills. Katie was also the first beta tester for the new TechForce peer network. TechForce is launching a new online platform, which is one-step shop for future and working technicians to any and all resources through the industry, including automotive, diesel, motorcycle, marine, aviation, motorsports, welding, CNC, machining, engine, collision, and more, enabling any and all ages to advance their careers. You can learn more at jointechforce.org. We'll be back in just a minute to talk some more with Katie. This is a very, very cool young woman. But first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. So sit tight. Keep your seatbelts on. We'll be right back. One of your vehicle's interior surfaces that gets a lot of abuse is your dashboard. The sun beats down and those damaging UV rays cause massive heat cycles, resulting in color changes and sometimes cracks. My friends at Covercraft have a great solution for you and for me. Their custom-tailored dash mats protect your dash from heat buildup while providing a stylish solution. You can choose from a variety of styles and colors, including carpet, suede mat, that's the one I have for my vehicles, Carhartt limited edition velour mats, and the Ultimat for trucks and SUVs. Another great benefit of your Covercraft dash mat is that it eliminates the harsh glare the sun produces from your dash to the inside of your windshield, which can make driving a hazard. Covercraft's dash mat design center is located in Arizona, where they know about harsh sun. I've got a special deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. 
Most people don't think about their collector car insurance until their annual premium becomes due. Well, why wait and see if there are better options for your beloved rides? I didn't. Did you know if you change carriers before your policy runs out, your insurance company has to refund you the unearned portion of your policy premium? I did my homework, I shopped around, and I found American Collectors Insurance. And that's who protects my Porsche Turbo. That's right, the one I call my Orange Crush. They've been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I encourage you to call my friends at American Collectors Insurance. Ask them about their agreed value policy. And if your collector vehicle is on your regular auto policy, you will be shocked at the savings, not to mention the assurance, should something bad happen to your ride, that you'll get what your vehicle is actually worth. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today. All right, Katie, we are back. So let's dive a little deeper into the corner here and have you share more about this uh, direction that you're on in your life. Now, you're a very young woman being a junior, basically in high school. So does that make you around 17, 18 years old? Yep, I am currently 17 years old. All right, you're close to one of the youngest guests here, although I believe the youngest was a 14-year-old racer, so you've got a few years on him. Yeah, I'm just a a little lower than that. (laughs) A little bit, yeah, just a little bit. So let's start with... When did you realize that going into the automotive career was the right direction for you? Because most young people have no clue what they want to do with their lives. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I've always been into cars. My dad has always like been into cars. So I kind of just gained that from him. And ever since I was young, I wanted to do something that I was interested in. But I didn't want it to be something I did every day because I'd get bored of it. Well, my hobby. Obviously, uh, I want to do auto collision. And I'm not going to be painting my own car every single day. So I, I hope right not. Me. I hope you're a better driver than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's what kind of sparked my love for that. Yeah, this is very cool because, again, you figured out at a very young age the secret to happiness, and that's wrapping your passions and your hobbies into your careers. And a lot of people don't realize you can do that. Even people at a much older age, they're just living for retirement for that day. They can get out and have fun in their garage, but they didn't realize maybe when they were young, there's a viable career. And what I like to call instead of blue collar, new collar careers right now in tech and the automotive industry. So when we talk about your passion for automotive things, all automotive. What are some of the favorite things that you've learned so far that you like to do out in the shop? So far out in the shop, I've done a few little rust repairs here and there. Uh, I've done a floor pan in a 60s Dodge pickup, which was like super fun. Uh, I've also done the cab of a C10, the corner of it. It was pretty rusted. So we took all of it out and then we also made a new piece out of eight gauge steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, We did that and we welded that piece back in. We put a little bit of filler on top of it and primered it. And it was, I really like doing rust repair. That has been by far my favorite thing I've done. Do you think that's because you start with something that's a mess and you end with something that looks brand new? Is there, is there a lot of uh, pride of accomplishment for you when you do something like that? Especially, yeah. When you can take a a car that looks like it's never going to be on the road again and you make it look brand new almost it's really fun to see that transformation 
No doubt. Now tell our listeners a little bit more about West Mech because you've chosen a different pathway through school, through high school, essentially from your traditional high school to what they offer you at West Mech. So tell us a little bit more about that. So West Mech is basically um, a trade school almost for high schoolers. You can do it uh, when you get into when you leave high school as well. But my school has a grant, so it's a lot less money compared to if I were to choose West Mech to go to. So what they have basically is they have HVAC, they have veterinary, they have medical assisting, they have all these different programs. I am currently attending auto collision. So I'm doing that there at West Mech at the Northeast Campus in Deer Valley. So it's basically instead of going to your high school, uh, you leave your home high school early to go to West Mech. And West Mech is a two and a half hour long class. And uh, my program is a two-year program. Some of their programs are one year. Some of them are, most of them are two-year programs. So that's basically what they do there. Very cool. So it's kind of like jumping quicker into a junior college type environment in a way, right? It's very career-based. They want to push you in, out into the, into the workforce. In my program, they're constantly offering jobs to do after school. Um, shops really look higher at West Mech and they want uh, their students to work at their shops. That's what I've experienced so far. And that's basically all West Mech is. They want you to succeed in career path that you choose. Well, I've heard this from many of my guests who are shop owners in a variety of different entities from fabrication to auto body, collision, painting, whatever it might be, that they're really worried that there aren't going to be enough technicians coming out of schools and joining at a young age. And this is a way to feed that need, if you will, for all these shops and so forth. And I mentioned at the beginning TechForce. Of course, my listeners know they're my charity of choice. Uh, they have a new program, and it's something that you are a bit of a, a beta tester in. So tell us a little bit about that experience. All right. So um, basically, some people came in from TechForce into our classroom, and they asked us to test out the website to see if there are any bugs or anything like that. It has a bunch of different information you can learn. Uh, they have different websites. It's not just auto collision. It's automotive-based, but they have stuff about, I believe there was some aviation stuff in there. I could be wrong. Yeah, but they right. also have yeah. these daily, yeah, they have these daily challenges where you do little quizzes and stuff and you gain points and you can win prizes. So it's really engaging. And it also gives your employer a way to look at your uh, account almost as what almost like LinkedIn. Yep. So it's a really cool website. It really engages you and it's fun to learn on basically. So that's what I've done with that. Oh, absolutely. And for you listeners that are interested in this, that might know somebody who's looking for a career path this way, or if you're someone who wants to do a huge pivot in your career and do something different, something you love, you can go to jointechforce.org. You can sign up. Uh, I'll be filling out my page there as well, having a little fun. I got to play around with it a little bit and be a bit of a very minor beta tester. And I took some of those tests they did. Some of them I did okay on. Some of them I think I didn't study hard enough the night before. <laughs> But uh, it's a really, really fun thing for people of all different ages who are interested in getting into the technical industry, all different types of technical industries. So go to jointechforce.org to check it out. So let's talk a little bit about inspirations and mentors, Katie. You mentioned hanging out with your dad, seeing what your dad loves to do, and probably somewhere in your brain you went, man, if my dad likes doing this and I like doing this, maybe this is something I can do for a living. Who was a key mentor in your life, someone who's been a driving influence for you? A hundred percent, it would be my dad. When I got my first car, 
he would help me with anything I wanted to do to it. He hasn't pushed me in a specific direction, which I really appreciate. He doesn't want me to do anything specific. He said, you can do whatever you want. And he's always really been interested in cars. And I've seen what he's done to his cars and all that. He has a 1959 Ford Fairlane 500. He also has a 1973 Ford Mustang which isn't a very desirable body style, but it was his first car. So that's why he chose that. Yeah, They're super cool cars. And I've always really been interested in them. And obviously I knew the automotive industry existed. So it's like, this would be like a really fun job. And I've never really imagined myself doing anything other than something I loved. And that's always been something I've really been interested in. So definitely. Very cool. Yeah. You're very fortunate for sure. So if there were other young people that have a passion for cars and or tech of any kind of nature, What are some of the things you might advise them to take a path like you're taking? Yeah, it would be just make sure you're doing what you love. You got to really think about what you want to do when you get older, what you want to end up when you end up deciding what you want to do later on in life, because you're not just know you're not stuck to one specific job. You can always mess around with jobs, you know, like obviously I want to stay in the automotive industry. I might not stay doing auto collision my entire life. It's just something right now that really interests me. And down the line, if it somehow doesn't interest me anymore i i'm not scared to like take a different job you know yeah so definitely just whenever i got into this industry or when i got interested in do it at least i knew i wasn't tied down to this one job and you don't have to be nervous to pick something because it's never permanent never forever yeah absolutely you can always switch it up now something i mentioned when i introduced you katie that really kind of blew me away Again, this is something typically, and I wasn't in this position when I was young, looking ahead, you've already got a tax ID and LLC for a business name and a business license for the day you open your own shop. Tell me a little bit about what are your goals and aspirations for that? So uh, I really got into vinyl wrapping. That was something I was super interested in, and I ended up doing that to my first BMW I had. It was like the, I believe it's Estrel Blue. It was a similar color to that, and it was originally uh, Montreal Blue. So I was like, I think I'm going to try to do this. So I did a little bit of body work to it, which wasn't good at the time. It was my very first introduction to that with a few help, a help of a few YouTube videos and Eastwood. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> sure, but, yeah. So I did very, not very good body work, but the vinyl wrap came out really good. And I was like, I'm kind of good at this. So I kept wanting to do it because it was really fun. So I've helped out a few of my friends and I've done a few of their projects. Um, I've done a few different types of cars. And I've just done a few vinyl wraps here and there. And I was like, I could get used to this because it's kind of fun. And it's really popular right now. So I'm open to doing that. But yeah, my dad helped me with making a tax ID and LLC with that. And it wasn't too hard, but it's, it was kind of fun to do because now I just, I whenever I want to do it, because it never goes away. So now I have this opportunity if I ever do want to open a business, which is a for sure, yeah, uh, I can do that. And it's, it'll be pretty good from there because it wasn't too hard to make. So it's definitely worth it. Well, that's pretty cool. Do you have a, a business name that you're thinking yeah. of? What is it? Yeah, I already have it. And it's called True Wraps because my last name is Trubel. So I use <laughs> T-R-U Wraps. So I thought that was kind of cool. I like it. A nice play on words there. Yeah. Something my father to- taught me many, many years when I, ago when I was young and I started my own detailing business when I was in junior high, could, took me through high school, helped pay for my college, was to find a trade that you could become good at that you liked doing. That was the key that you could always fall back on if you needed to. 
And when I first got married, I would continue to detail cars on the weekends, and that money helped save up for my wife and, and my first home. So uh, you're on a good path here, which is really cool, having these trades that you can yeah. fall back on. And here's the other great thing about this, and you know this, Katie, but for listeners out there, think about this. If you like working on vehicles, whether it's wraps, body body work, rust repair, painting, you can take that skill anywhere in the world. You're not stuck in one city and one place. So if you want to go somewhere else, you want to go see the world, you can go work in Europe. You can work in South America. You can work anywhere and take those skills with you. Do a little work, do some travel. There you go. And gain some experience from a mentor or a skilled person or two. One smart lady we have here today with Katie. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. I'm going to ask you what I like to call the big challenge question. So keep your seatbelts on. We'll be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. And when you're getting your subscription, make sure you use the code CARSYAP for $10 off. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great Techs. That's why I support the nonprofit TechForce Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. All right, we're back. So, Katie, I want you to share with me, you're still a young person, but no doubt perhaps you've met up with a, a challenge an obstacle, maybe even a, a failure in your life so far or in what you're trying to do. So oh, yeah. share with us what that was, walk us through the situation, but more importantly, what did you learn from it so you could move forward in a positive way? So when I first got my E36, it, it was leaking a lot of oil. So I was like, I have to do the oil pan. And the oil pan on that car was not fun to do at all. <laughs> um, I've heard. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So to take it down, you have to, uh, take out you don't have to take it off but it's just easier to do it you have to take off the rack and pinion you have to disconnect the lower control alarms and at that time i was doing the i was doing coilovers on it as well so i just took every, basically the whole front suspension out and what i like there was like tons of stuff like there's bolts everywhere and i was like oh, this is not gonna be fun <laughs> this was with the help of my dad so i wasn't like too nervous i couldn't have done that at the time by myself mm-hmm. so when i did that i was like dang there's a lot of parts just everywhere and I was like thinking, I know it's not the same as auto body, but there's going to be parts whenever you're taking apart bumpers, especially new ones, because there's tons of parts on new bumpers. And I just 
got to remember to stay organized. And I hope, I think that definitely applies to life too. Like it's going to be hard and you have to stay organized. It's going to be hard, but at the end, you're not going to have a leaky oil pan. And at the end, you're not going to, you know. Or have a leaky life. <laughs> yeah, leaky life. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know, I learned that my wife drives an X5 and it had a tiny little oil leak. Her car's got like 140,000 miles on it. We've had it since 2004. We bought it new. And when I took it in, I said, you know, there's a little oil leak. It's real tiny. And they looked at me and they said, well, this is hardly nothing. And I said, I know, but I hate any oil on my garage floor. And they said, well, do you know what what we have to do is replace the oil pan gasket. And I said, okay, that sounds easy. Not really. Uh, and nope. they, yeah, they just shared with me what you shared with me. And it's like, what? This is going to take three days oh, yeah. and all this work. But ah, uh, yeah, sometimes a yep. little leak. But you know what? Weekend project. Yeah, a little leak. Uh, fixing a little leak can lead to uh, <laughs> not having to fix a big problem in your vehicle. That's oh, sure. yeah. Definitely. Well, nice lesson you learned there. So you're, mm-hmm. you've got your whole <laughs> life ahead of you here. And we've talked a little bit about bucket list goals, accomplishments and things. What are some of the things you are seeing maybe in the next three to five years for your life, Katie, that you'd like to accomplish? Things I'd like to accomplish in the next three to five years, I'd say is definitely, I just want to be able to be successful. That's obviously a goal of mine. I think that's everyone's goal. But uh, if I do end up opening a business within the three, next three to five years, that's going to be harder to like, I just want to be able to maintain it because I know there's a lot of business end of that. There's a big business end compared to just the work of it. Yep. So maybe that might be on the very end of the cusp. So maybe at the last of the five years. But my main goal right now is to just get stay in the automotive collision industry area just to like see the business side of it as I'm just an employee so that I can take some notes here and there and see how I can better my company when I do start it and see the mistakes they make and all that kind of stuff. That's really interesting to me. The business side of business is what usually trips up technicians when they go into business for themselves, because that is the most important part of business uh, technically. (laughs) And then of course, when you have to start yeah, when you have to start hiring people, uh, that's another big part of it as well is uh, taking – you always say that your your customers aren't the most important people in your business. It's the people who work for you that are the most important because they can really mess things up. That's why you got to surround yourself with the best people possible. So tell us a story about a special vehicle that you've owned. You've had – for being so young, you've got to play with some pretty cool cars. Is there one vehicle at least so far that stands out for you? Um, it was definitely my first car. I'm on my second E36 right now, and I still have my Jetta, but my first BMW, it was a four-speed automatic, and it was the M50 in, uh, with the M50 B25, so it wasn't very fast at all. It didn't have AC. It was leaky from other places other than the oil can gasket. It was just like a mess of a car, but it was just so simple because none of that stuff worked, so I didn't realize how bad it was. But it was just a special car to me, car to me because it was the first car I worked on. Uh, it was the first car I modified. I put that thing on coilovers. I got style five for it. I wrapped it. I did some interior stuff to it. Like I wrapped the, in the headliner in like a suede material. I did the door cards in a suede material. Nice. It was the original Dove White interior. So I used this vinyl and fabric spray that Duplicolor made. And I made everything black. And it, it turned out really good. And it lasted a long time from the whole time I had the car. And that's so that's definitely the most special car I had. I love it. I'm going to crawl into your mind a little bit here, Katie. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, this isn't the kind of vehicle you want to be. This is your personality as a vehicle. What would you be and why? 
I would definitely say that I would be a Honda Civic only because I'd say I'm I'd say I'm pretty reliable for the most part, and I don't know if I'll last forever, but <laughs> I'll last a good amount of time. Personality-wise, I don't know. <laughs> But I definitely say I'm a Honda Civic due to reliability. <laughs> there you go. That's not bad at all. You know, one of the most important things that you'll learn, maybe you've already learned this, but you will as you get older, is that giving back to others is one of the most valuable things you can do, not only for others, but for yourself. Are there some ways right now that you're helping other people, specifically in the automotive sector? In the automotive sector, I definitely say I try to help my friends because I'm really the only one that's auto body currently most of them are like just modifying their cars doing like little stuff i like doing detailing as well so i just i'll help them clean their cars i have all the detailing products at my house i have a huge shelf full of this stuff uh-huh. so i love to do all that kind of stuff and help them learn about auto body so that eventually when they want to do anything like that they can do that and i also like to teach them how to clean their cars properly and to not use the same <laughs> wash mitt the entire wash and <laughs> that kind of stuff. So is there a book that you've read that you think would help others that you really enjoyed? Um, a book that I've read. Um, it's not automotive related. I had to read this my sophomore year <laughs> uh-huh. for like an assignment and it was Fahrenheit 451 and it was talking about how they're basically trying to get rid of the past. Yep. And I feel like that's very useful nowadays, especially because everyone's just trying to get rid of the past and they're burning books and all that stuff. And I feel like Listening to that and how that ended is a good way to learn about stuff now. Or not a good way to learn about stuff now, but it's a good way to reflect on how that could affect the now. You know, I'm really, really happy to hear that you read that book and that's the message that you got out of it because it is pretty pertinent compared, especially to the year that we just came out of, of uh, trying to remove history, which is uh, not a good thing at all. Uh, Ray Bradbury, of course, wrote that book. It's been around forever. Um, I think it was written back in the early 50s or maybe that's where it was positioned. I don't quite remember when it came out, but at any rate. I think it was in the 50s. Yeah, early 50s. Yeah, a great book. And uh really important message and it's encouraging for me as an older guy uh, to hear a younger person uh, realize that you cannot nor should you hide the past. You need to learn about it and learn from it so you don't repeat it. So yeah, yeah. great. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. Let me say that again. Fahrenheit 451, <laughs> a great book. I'll put that on Katie's show notes page so that you can uh, link to that. If you've never read that book, You really should. Uh, It would be a great thing to read. Let's take one more break. We come back. I'm going to take you or allow you to go on the ultimate drive. So sit tight. I'll be right back. Hey, fellow inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Did you know if you subscribe at carsdad.com, I'll send you my free filler up book. It's an ebook filled with fuel, filler fun, and inspirational quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get a weekly wrap-up email from me every Friday, and your name will be in the hat for one of the many free giveaways here at Cars Yeah. Simply go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button, and boom, you're in the club. And don't forget to subscribe to Cars Yeah on your mobile podcast app, and you'll get the Cars Yeah show delivered right to your mobile device every day, absolutely free. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, that's what we're all about. Here at Cars, yeah. Thanks for listening. All right, Katie, I have a magic scepter. And what this does is it enables you to choose the kind of vehicle you'd like to go for a drive in, who you would like to ride with. This could be somebody living or somebody who perhaps has passed. Who would be at the wheel and what would you be talking about? So let's go on a drive. So my favorite 
YouTuber right now is currently, well, it's, it's a, a company almost. It's called Donut Media. Okay. And they have like tons of different stuff. They talk about the history of cars. They talk about modifications and the differences. And they had this series called High and Low. And they took two identical 350Zs and they modified one with super high quality aftermarket parts and one with super low quality aftermarket parts or at least cheap ones, yeah. expensive versus cheap. And they would compare between the differences. And I feel like that's really important because some people will go and spend all the money on this and it's always not the best idea because in some situations, the cheaper one is either the better option or it gives the same effect. So I like learning about that kind of stuff and that side of it. And there's one, uh, they have different like shows and one show is called uh, Money Pit. <laughs> so basically that show, he has a Miata and he he's basically, he's make, turning it into like a track build Miata and he's done tons of different modifications and he'll talk about the various pluses and minuses of having them or positives and negatives. He's like one of my favorite guys to watch on YouTube just because he talks about so much different stuff and how it, you can fix stuff and he talks about problems he has with it. He also has an S14, so that's pretty cool. And I feel like the ultimate drive would be talking to him about what he has his future plans to do with his Miata because his Miata is like super cool. It's still it's a Miata, but it's still pretty cool. I see. And um, he's he turboed it. He has a roll bar in it. He has different um, supports like in the fender because it's a convertible, obviously. So it has some issues with the flex in the in the body, and he fixed he stiffened that up a bit. And he's done tons of different cool stuff to it, and seeing him do that kind of stuff is really cool because it's stuff I want to do to my car and he gives different options like he's done audio like subwoofers and stuff like that and he shows the different kinds that you can make so I just want to talk to him about future stuff I guess (laughs) yeah what's his what is his name the guy that runs that YouTube page there's one guy on a uh, on a segment his name is James Pumphrey which he's also pretty cool then there's another guy's name is Zach Job and he has a Miata so it's pretty cool. The other guy, the James Pumphrey guy, he has a uh, he has Volkswagens. So he's pretty cool too. He has a Mark II Golf. All right. Well, cool. Well, I'll have to look. I'll have to look into that. I'll make sure I put a link to Donut Media, the YouTuber, uh, on Katie's show notes page, so you listeners can learn more about that. Sounds like a fun YouTube site. Katie, you've taken us on a nice walk through your life today, and uh, wow, I'm very encouraged by the future of auto tech uh, and young people. After talking with you, is there a, maybe a final word of wisdom or guidance you might offer our listeners before you drive off into the sunset? and into the rest of your life in auto tech? So a word of wisdom I have is it's not much because I'm only 17. So you, <laughs> not super wise, I'd say. Don't underestimate yourself, Katie. <laughs> yeah, work hard for the things that you want to have. If you're ever struggling, sometimes I like I do this where I don't want to ask my friends for help and I just want to do it myself. But sometimes it's always the best thing to ask your friends for help and get help with things so you can have the best result for what you want to do. Okay. So I now, definitely say that's my parting thought. Ask ask for help because that helps Yeah. and work for what you want to have. Absolutely. Never be afraid to ask for help. Uh, there's always somebody out there, especially in the automotive world, that's willing to help. Wonderful advice from a very wise young woman who's wiser beyond her age. Let's put it that way. Are there some ways for people to keep up with you? Are you active on social media? Yeah, so my main uh, my main account on Instagram is Katie is cruising, all one word. It's K A I T Y, and then is cruising, all one word. Mm-hmm. 
And then my project's Instagram for like stuff I do at Westmec and stuff is at Katie, K-A-I-T-Y underscore E36 underscore. So that'll be all my projects. All right. I'll make sure I put a link to both of those on Katie's show notes page so you can keep up with her and follow along. You can find everything we've talked about today on Katie's show notes page. I want to thank uh, TechForce and Jillian in particular for introducing me to Katie. She's brought me several great guests. Jillian, thank you very much for that. And again, if you want to learn more about TechForce, uh, they've been my charity of choice for over a year now. TechForce Foundation is a nonprofit 501c3 the champion students to and through their education and into careers as professional technicians. Go to jointechforce.org. You can even sign up and have a little bit of fun there like Katie and I do. Katie, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Well, thank you for having me on the show. It was a good time. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. I look forward to it, Katie. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to be a success as if you're not already. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!